This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. where we talk about everything on the human side of property and what an episode we have in store for you today we have not one but two lovely guests um they are a husband and wife power team uh, of george and sarah Choi. um and i'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves but essentially these guys have been free now or financially free in property for a little while um i hope you're going to find out a little bit more about that but over to you guys yeah, thank, thank you. Um, so I, I used to be in the corporate rat race, and, you know, on a good salary, um, but I, you know, I had no life, and that's quite common for people in the corporate world, you know, up early, get trained to work, it's dark when you get up, it's dark when you come home, you eat on the way home, and you just go to bed, and then at weekends, I was, I was so tired, you know, I just fall asleep on Saturday, uh, and then Sunday, I quite often travel, and, you know, get, travel for business to get to a meeting for Monday. So I basically had no life. I had no life with Sarah. I had, no, I had a, a baby and a toddler with me at the time. And it was a really high pressure job and it was really stressful. You know, most people were out for themselves. And I was just thoroughly miserable, just totally miserable. And I didn't want to do that for the next 25, 30 years. But, you know, I, ne- I needed the money because, you know, I needed to support my family. So I had, n- I had no choice. And, um, you know, one day... Well, you felt like you um, had no choice. I felt like I had no choice, yes. yes. And one day we were, we were at a soft play and the kids were, kids were playing in the ball pit and stuff. Um, and, you know, we agreed that, you know, work was killing me. And, and I said, to, and, and I said, you know, if I had a gun to my head and had to become totally, completely financially free in six months, how would I do it? So not wishing it, making it happen. Mm. Um, it took us longer. It took us two years to perfect how to become financially free. Uh, and we, you know, we, we needed to perfect how to make property passive, 100% passive. Um, and what were the puzzle pieces to become financially free? And it wasn't as simple as just earn more money. There was a lot more to it than that. And we made tons of mistakes, lots of trial and error as to what worked, what didn't work. Um, and eventually we were, you know, Sarah was 39 when we could retire. So we 39, hit the, hit the button and we just yeah. went, bam! It was like, why are we... So Sarah said, why are we still working? We're sitting there thinking, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> why are we? we and that was it. And we yeah. stopped. Um, and yeah, we had, you know, had a good time. So, you know, before was no life. Had no life at all. No time. Now, you know, we walk our kids to school and we choose how we fill our day. So mm. we get to do whatever we want. Before it was high pressure and stress every single day. And that takes, you know, takes its toll on your, your mental health. Mm. Um, now it's, you know, take, get to school, exercise, meditate twice a day, um, go to the spa, go on vineyard tours, go to the cinema during the day when there's nobody else there. It's private viewing. Um, when or, the cinemas are when the cinemas yeah. or, or do I spend our time doing personal developments you know we've done we've done two courses in the last last two weeks so we, yeah. we can rack, rack up as many courses as we like we've got loads of time to work on ourselves in all areas of our life and before we had to work because we needed the money now we have a two million pound property portfolio and we're involved in 3.8 million pounds worth of property developments all of it is outsourced none of it is managed by us we have no employees so we can manage the whole thing in one hour a month well, I do the one so, hour a month. Sarah does the one hour a month. <laughs> <laughs> kind of so when you say we, <laughs> we yeah, yeah. I go, Sarah, have you done your hour? <laughs> <laughs> it's more like the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even ask her. She's she's a, she's a goat. She's a goat. Yeah, I, I do it all my. So um, <laughs> and you know, so everyone, everyone. So then, then you've got a different problem. How do you fill your days? That's a, yeah. that's a new problem, a new nice problem to have. Um, and you know, when people discovered, so we kept it a secret to begin with. When we people people discovered, everyone kept asking how. How can you do it so early? How can you never need to work again at 39? Um, so in the end, we created the Financial Freedom Masterclass to teach people how to do it. Mm-hmm. So how to replace your income and do it all in one hour a month. Once you've got your portfolio, obviously. Yeah. It, doesn't yeah. Take one hour. it doesn't take one hour to, to go and buy a portfolio. Oh, if only it did, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But once you've got it, you can do oh, it in one hour. If only it did. Oh, can you imagine? That'd be so nice to stand at the front of the classroom and go, guys, whilst you're doing your nine to five, you need one hour a month That's to get yourself yeah. financially set up. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it is. It's a graft on the root, but when you're yeah. there, it's lovely, mm. right? It yeah, is. exactly. It is really yeah. Good. Yeah, I think that that's it. A, a lot of people will say that, you know, having children, working a really busy job, 
or in the corporate world that it's not possible to do it because you don't have any extra time and you yeah. can't do this or you can't do that. But it's more a case of how can I do it rather than I can't do it. It's just looking for a way. And whether that be giving up your lunch hour or doing it on the train on the way home or on the way to work yeah. or whatever it might be. Yeah, it's just making it work. And then in two years time, it, you know, it, it paid for itself. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, it was a hard graft to mm. get things set up. You know, mm. we had to make time. We had to sacrifice, you know, time. And we were decorating at weekends and house hunting weekends. And mm. it, it was kind of a bit crazy for a while. But, you know, you put in the time and yeah. then you reap it afterwards. Exactly. And you have that, that goal, that focus that this is my goal now. I'm going to I'm going to become financially free. Mm -hmm. mm. That's okay. awesome. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and then we nice. get to do fun stuff like this you see instead yeah. yeah you just come and hang out with us for an afternoon or yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, a morning yeah. even it's not even the afternoon yet jam on property jam yeah man mm. okay. uh, and so i'm gonna i'm quite interested by your answer to this question you know, what does the human side of property mean to you, do you, do you want to start? yeah yeah um we, we had a good think about this one and um Ultimately, we're serving tenants. I mean, we have conversations with you before. You're, you're very tenant driven. We want to be good landlords. We're good people. Um, so we have a number of tenants and we treat them like people, which, you know, a lot of landlords are fantastic landlords and they do that. But there are obviously a lot of landlords who really run the numbers and they, they don't think about the tenants very much at all. So we, though we don't manage them ourselves, we make sure that we employ good agents who are registered with everything and they keep up with the tenants and they're, you know, fixing stuff you know we we you know they organize the fixing but we are they go can we fix this yes you can that's part of my one hour a month by the way it's like the occasional email if it's just one down can we fix it yes that's it go but that's what part i want your one hour a month exactly yes, yes. yes. Yeah. i don't write them a long button. email how about well, a button yes button. yes button. <laughs> what i have done is um i've told them to fix up to a certain level without even contacting me which is something that you can do when you've got a property management company who are running your properties for you. Just go, if anything's under like 200 quid, don't even contact me. Yeah, that's what I do. Just I fix it. Yeah, fix it. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. Don't even, I mean, I obviously get back to these guys very quickly, but if it's just, you know, you need to replace the gas hooker ring thingy, just do it. I don't want to know. Whatever. Yeah. And it just yeah. comes out of the rain. If it's anything bigger, obviously, I do need to check it and make sure it's sensible. Yeah. And, we, and we did get a nice email from one of the tenants, didn't we? So, yeah, we've had some really good yeah. feedback from our tenants because I think a lot of tenants have had really bad experiences with landlords where they have been in a place where literally they've let things slide and slide and slide and slide. And eventually they just leave because, you know, you don't want to be in a house like that. Or if you can't leave, you're just unhappy. And we don't want unhappy people living in our houses. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, our, our longest tenant we've had has been there 14, 14 years now wow. uh, and, and counting. Um, yeah. So, you know, we don't want these guys to leave because A, yeah. it reduces your cash flow and B, you yeah. know, it's a bit of a faff. So. so in general, we have quite low voids. We do. Know, we we do. And if, and if somebody yeah. moves out, we get somebody in very quickly because, you know, we'll maintain our properties. So and, and the other thing is we don't charge the highest price. No. So we, you know, we, we charge reasonable prices. Exactly. We don't, we don't max it out. We just mm. say what's, you know, what's going to rent quickly, not kind of bargain basement levels, but, you know, a level mm. where it's, it's kind of a no brainer for people basically yeah. to move in. Um, and one other thing that we've started doing in the last couple of years is we've started using a um, strategy called um, rent to buy, uh, which is where you buy a property and they, you put a tenant in it who's planning on buying it. So they pay the rent, they pay a little bit of a top up and they buy it after a certain period of time. Um, now, partly we've done that because it's good for us, but partly it's actually really good for the tenant as well, because these people who are looking for these, they want to buy a house, but either they've got bad credit, so they can't get mortgage, or they just don't have a deposit. And that is a lot of problems for a lot of people these days. Even if you're looking fairly cheap houses, people just don't have the deposit saved up. So this kind of forces them to save a deposit. Yeah. <laughs> so in a way it's like a lease option but without the complication of it's, somebody else it's you it's a reverse your, lease option yeah, reverse, yeah, yeah. It's a reverse lease option mm. so they've got the option on your property exactly yeah um so they're actually in control in fact when i was doing i did a viewing on one of these um and the tenant just couldn't understand why i would do it for them it just that, that, too good that was them. half the conversation <laughs> it's like well why would you do this mm. So I had to explain what was in it for me as well, because mm. um, it's, it's a real win-win. So we, we're going to do more of those in our portfolio because it everybody wins. Yeah. So that's that's part of the reason that we 
do that. So it's and, great. And again, it hits one of our, you know, we only, we only do passive strategies. So it hits a passive strategy for us in that basically there is no maintenance, zero maintenance, zero voids, hassle-free tenant. Yeah. That's it. And, yeah. they, and they, they upgrade the properties. Mm, yeah, so, of course, because um, they know ultimately it's going to be theirs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah so exactly. They're like, can we, you know, can, can, we... can I tell the bottom, please, please, please send me a picture of the tile. Okay, go for it. Um, and can I rip out all the horrible plants and put in some nice pretty plants? Yeah. yeah. Go on then. So they, they end up looking like show homes. When you exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my, she's like, I haven't completely finished up. There's a couple of boxes and she's going around and it looks like a Dandara house. And you're like, yeah. okay, you're maintaining it. I'm happy. Nice. Uh, <laughs> go for it. That's really cool. That's really there you cool. go. You wouldn't need to redevelop your HMOs. You just get in a few rent to buy tenants and then. <laughs> it doesn't work quite the same. If you've got the same not, not quite the same for HMOs. <laughs> uh, um, do you um, do you still use managing agents when you've got this uh, rent to buy in place, or do you manage them directly then? Um, we are still using a management agent, but they charge you less. Yeah. Um, because although they're doing the um, the inspections they're not having to arrange for all the maintenance and stuff. Um, there is a little bit more work insofar as the top up has to be kept in a client account. So they've got to do that work. Um, but theoretically, these tenants shouldn't be getting into arrears and they aren't contacting them for maintenance. So yeah, they just charge you a low percentage rate basically. Yeah, okay. And um, do you find that, obviously that's a great for passive strategy. Um, if you're doing more of these, obviously you're going to be end up, end up selling your portfolio. Yes. So um, do you then, and you have to go and do more properties to fulfill you do. Yes. Yeah, there's a churn rate when you're doing rent to buy. I mean, I think the standard period quite often people want is five to seven years. And the mm. reason they do that is that it enables them to save up a 10% deposit in that time that's not too onerous for them for the monthly charge. And quite a lot of people, if they get, say, like a CCJ or something on their credit, it'll take the seven years to come back mm. off again. Yeah. So that, that's why that's the term that is generally gone for. I mean, basically, it's, it's between you and the tenant. If they mm. want a shorter term and you're happier with the shorter term, no problem. But if that, that's the kind of period that I think it's generally set up for because it enables them in that period to be mortgage worthy, yep. basically. Yep. And that's what they're looking to be at the end of it. Yeah. Because you obviously want them to buy it with a mortgage. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and so, I mean, when you've kind of had the initial discussions, you have pre-agreed that price as well, like you would yes. with the lease option. So, OK, yes. so you've said this is what we're going to, you know, this is the agreed sale point in mm -hmm. five to seven years time. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically, um, you work out, so like, what's it worth today? Everybody yeah. agrees that, you know, you do your comps and everything. And then um, they add sort of a, a small proportion on each year. So it's not kind of, they're not buying it at today's price, because if they were doing that, it would be too far in their favour. <laughs> that was my question. Yeah, because yeah. yes. I was just yes. like, are you guys losing out here no. in any way? Yeah. No, it, it's good and it's bad, because they, they, yeah. they use kind of 4% increase. Um, and if the market goes completely bananas and goes up 100% in that five or seven years, then you have lost out. And the tenant's like, yes, awesome, I got this house. Because what they've got the piece of paper with the option. So they are one, they are deciding, shall I buy this house or not? Yeah. We have no say. Yeah. So if uh, after seven years they decide they want to buy it, it's already kind of a done deal for us. We've signed a piece of paper to say that they can do that. So they could be laughing. However, if the market is flat, then they're effectively losing out because either they have to buy it, you know, or they just can't buy it because the market yeah. hasn't. Or they extend. Or Yeah, I think they, they would generally extend it because yeah. obviously the market is cyclical yeah. um, and theoretically that you would then extend it and add your 4%, 4% on until a period where it was about the right price. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of a... But you can think about it as, um, if you thought about it as a cash ISA, it's mm. like a cash ISA. So, well, okay, there's no, not the tax benefit, but you know, you know what I mean? Where you put, you put your money into an account and you know that there's going to be a return and that in five years' time you get, you get your money back. So you go into it knowing mm. I'm getting this, this, this amount of cash flow per month yeah. and at the end of five years I'm getting a lump sum of bonus of this amount. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about it like that, mm -hmm. then it almost doesn't matter about what the market's doing or whatever. You just yeah. you know what the return is. So if you're like, oh, yeah, now I'm going to get 100 grand um, up bonus, when I, when I take my money back out yeah. in five years Plus time. your cash flow is also better yeah. because you're not having to maintain it. And because, I mean, obviously if the roof falls down, you've got to claim on your insurance. Yeah. But if, if it's just like fixing the kitchen or even redoing the kitchen, they can do it. they're doing that. Mm. And- You know, um, we write into the agreement that they would 
do yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, it's in the option agreement and it's in mm. the AST. It's a slightly modified AST. So it says the maintenance is your job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so basically your profits then go up. Yeah. So that's why you do it. You get a higher profit lower. Mm. and a big lump sum. Yeah. And no hassle. The one the one thing that we also do is particularly if you've got if you've got a really expensive house and you've got an amazing cash flow on it. If something goes wrong, it's not a massive problem. It's annoying, you know, say you've got to replace the boiler. Okay, that's annoying. If you've got a 50 grand house up north and the boiler goes, your profit is just gone yeah. for that year, maybe mm. even next year. Yeah. So it, it reduces the risk of having cheaper properties because the maintenance is paid for. Yeah, zero. Hmm. Yeah, you're, you're all thinking you're going to do the strategy now. Yeah. Cogs, cogs are turning. Right. <laughs> Chat to us later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting. I think it's the first time I've heard like an option structure without like the added layer of like, mm. well, I always think of a lease option as cheese sandwich. And normally the investors like the facilitator, the cheese in the middle of the sandwich facilitating mm. between someone who's motivated, you know, to, yes. to, to, cut, to just offload this property because I can't be asked to rent it anymore. And yeah. someone who's just desperate to get on the, on, on the ladder. And yeah. just kind of that sort of cheesy bit but yeah. this is like you've cut out the top layer of bread you're like listen just, just straight to me full, yeah. yeah you get yeah. the full whack yeah. and obviously it does mean that you're buying and selling properties yeah. but you're not doing it all the time and mm. personally i love buying properties so mm. if in another five or seven years i have to go shopping for a house again yeah. yay <laughs> yeah. Enjoy yeah. The process. Yeah. it's like it's like like i say you know shop shop for, shop for houses not shoes yeah. <laughs> going out um, shopping but you need good shoes to go and do that viewing so yeah 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 excellent point that was an excellent point <laughs> i love it so much um, and, and you get to feel good as well so there's not i forget yeah. that you're, you know you're helping somebody out that they couldn't do it and yeah. you, can, you can even shop to order so if one of your mates if you've got a friend and they can't do it right now they really want to get on the property ladder you can go i'll buy you a house yeah. How would that go down though with your mates though? Because I think if I did that yeah. to my mates, they'd be like, fuck off. You know, who do you think, uh, who do you, think you are? You know, like with your, with your money. You need better friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's the thing. Like, well, the thing you buy me like, a house, Joe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'd, buy, I'd buy you a hundred houses. You know that. Oh. But again, it does. It speaks. To, it, we always talk about this. You know, like who you surround yourself with is yeah. absolutely everything. Yeah. But talking about friends that you went to school with, or friends yeah. that from your area where you grew up, it's just like I just wonder. You know, from a human perspective, how they would feel if you actually did sort of like, well, I'll come in and you know buy a house for you, and then you're kind yeah. of like, do you know what I mean? It changes the dynamic. It would. Yeah. I think you'd be you'd be better off saying. You know, this is what I do for other people. Exactly, like a business. Kind exactly. Of thing. This yeah. is what I do. But I mean, obviously, there's always caution about renting to your friends. We've never yeah. done it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it depends on your friends, but they could potentially take the Mickey. But if it was say like your mum or something, it would yeah, be family's different. different like, um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's an amazing thing that we've started doing, and we're definitely mm. doing more. Yeah. So how much of your portfolio is actually represented by by this sort of strategy, like compared to other things that you do? 20, 20 30, 30. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, so it's we, we've got a lot of properties that we've had for a long time um, and they're just standard vanilla buy to let. And yeah. Commercial as well. And we've got commercial as well. But um, it's quite good if you're trying to ditch a property from your portfolio. So mm. say you've got a property which was a buy to let, say, or even an HMO and it's just not performing. And you think, oh, I really want to get rid of this. Um, it's quite a good exit strategy mm. as yeah. well. Yeah, no. I mean, you still have to do it up, so you don't you don't just give them a total wreck and go. <laughs> you maintain, you <laughs> improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's probably one step beyond. The window's yeah. not included. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. but it's it's also a good way you can sell your property to your tenant as well. Mm. If you've got property that's not doing very well or you if it's like way out of area and you just don't want it anymore for say yes. some reason yeah. and you've got a tenant in there that's really good and they're trying to buy a house you can do this exact strategy with your current tenant and then you've got sure. no voids no problems yeah. and it just cuts yeah. down your maintenance you make more cash flow and it exits at the end mm. Mm. yeah mm. My builder was talking about me buying him a house at one point and it was oh. a bit again well, he'd be a good tenant if he could do yes. it up himself yeah 100 yes. because that was the plan but again it just felt all a little bit strange and awkward because we had like a close working relationship plus we were mates outside right. of it i was a bit like oh does this, is, would, would, this <laughs> would this work you know yeah so, you yeah. definitely need some paperwork well this <laughs> was going to say yeah the, you would obviously have the contracts all in place so yeah. if anything does go peak tongue then you've got it all yeah. written down 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've not revisited that conversation in a long time. So, um, and he's still wow. renting. So, I wonder if it's something mm. he's still yeah. interested in doing. Yeah. So, it has to work in an area where it would work as a buy to let anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, it does. the numbers have to stack. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. you know, if it's in an area where somebody wants to live, but it's just not going to work with the, with the yields, yeah. obviously don't do it. But if it's in an area where it would work as a buy to let, because that's your backup, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Would yeah. it work as a buy to let anyway? Mm. Then, um, yeah. Then it works and then you earn more money. Yeah, mm. yeah, we love that music to our ears. Can I just say this has got dangerously informative and relevant. I was about to say. Oh, sorry, sorry. 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 Dumb it down. Dumb it down. Okay, ask us stupid questions um, now. I was gonna, I was gonna add another human, human thing. Um, you know, one of one of the one of the things is you know charity work, donating to charities. So no. you know, one of one of the other things on the human side that it means to us is that um, you know now we re regularly donate to um, to feed children and their families that can't afford to buy food in the UK. Because, um, you know, a lot of people have, have become unemployed, you know, this mm -hmm. past year due to yeah. COVID and lockdowns and so on. And, you know, you, you could become become unemployed and then wait, say, four or five weeks before you get a universal credit. Yeah. How, and given that most people don't have more than £100 in their bank account, how do you feed your two kids? You can't. Yeah. So um, it's one of the things, you know, there was a time when we were struggling to buy food a long time ago. Um, and so it really, you know, touched us. I, I, I heard a... Um, there was this child who was being interviewed on the radio mm. and um, this little kid. And basically he got was a, about seven. Yeah, about seven. And basically their father was too proud to ask for help. He would rather that everyone starved in the house. Mm. And, and this person went begging and went to the food bank oh. and yeah. got some food. And seven you know, years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was it was awful, actually. Um, so, yeah. So now we give a percentage so, of our profits. Yeah, so to, we, we yeah. do that. We donate, donate a percentage. So, so that's... Yeah. Part of what we do too. Yeah. Oh, good on you. That's now great. ask us stupid questions about cats. <laughs> 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 but I, th I think we're going to um, uh, go over to you guys. I think you prepared some question. Uh, questions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, question for you. Yeah. Um, okay. Because we, we're about financial abundance or financial freedom, financial abundance, and, oh. and what that means to everybody. Because that's yeah. what what we're ultimately aiming to do is to have people get from where they are to a place where they can do whatever they want and they've yeah. got money coming in and, to provide for and, that and don't need to work for it basically. yeah exactly yeah. um so our question for you guys is say i i've no idea about your financial situation but say you were at financial abundance say you had 10 million a year coming in to your bank without having to do anything at all um what are the top things that you would buy or do that would enrich enrich you or your family's lives and why and why <laughs> buying all those shoes George wouldn't let us buy earlier <laughs> oh. <laughs> point well made point uh, well made. it can be crazy it's like private jets it depends it doesn't yeah you know I, I, what would enrich you really what would enrich you? enrich so um, this is I suppose quite an easy one for me to answer um I think I've probably said this answer before um but essentially my uh because my outside of property and business um i'm a musician so mm -hmm. um, the the steinway concert d grand piano would be the first on the list um okay. to go into the studio which um yeah the billion pound recording studio out in the countryside um with, with uh, rooms for all to stay and uh, people to come and use as a residential facility so um yeah that's something which would um it's it's um a selfish goal for just wanting to have that um but also wanting to attract great musicians um which again enriches um kind of my life and the life of my family through music as we were yeah. saying yeah um yeah. and just having a, the, like creativity all the way all, all all the time around all the time so yeah. that's essentially something which um would be uh, the first thing once you've done that um then probably no, I don't think I want to buy a private jet. You know, it's not particularly sustainable um, or eco-friendly. No, it's not on the hot it's list. It's a liability. <laughs> Massive liability. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure where I, I stand on um, international flight travel at the moment with everything going on. Yeah. Um, but I definitely will be doing it. But um, maybe, maybe slightly differently. <laughs> Yeah, manually. I'm waiting for uh, the for solar planes. Yeah, yeah and, well, yeah, there's amazing stuff coming, isn't there? Yeah, mm. yeah. it's the rockets I want to you know, get over because they're a lot more eco-friendly. Um, right. You go up and straight down, you get to the other side of the world in a couple of hours. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. either that or really good VR. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Don't go anywhere at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Pod. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it's like total recall. You just like go on holiday in yeah. about 10 minutes and you come back. You're like, yay. <laughs> no kids crying in the car. Yeah, no vomiting. Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're right. your button. <laughs> none, none of that. None of that. You want vomiting? No. No, no. I hope you're even off that. My experience of holidays to date has always has been without children, so it's oh, still a positive thing. Nice. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe I need to change my expectations of what holidays are going to be in the future. Yeah, yeah no, with with children, it's a whole different ballgame. We we used to do a lot of travelling pre kids, but since we've had them, we've been kind of just sticking to the UK because mm. it it just the idea of putting my children on a plane and trying to go somewhere and changing the time zone just sounds like more hassle than it's Therefore, worth. Therefore, a private jet for you guys probably won't. Oh, maybe, maybe oh, that's maybe. Safer. <laughs> yeah. Then they're going to just fight in the jet and no one will. Totally no true. <laughs> 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 do they do padded cells in, in, in James? Yeah, yeah, you would design it, design yeah, it so yeah. that it was that way. Yeah, soundproofing yeah. boots. <laughs> no, you just need good staff, and you're all right. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Well, for me, I think um, it would be something to do with um, nature. So, planting trees, uh, repairing Ooh. the environment, that type of thing. So, yeah. looking at biodiversity and what we can do to improve the mess we've made of the planet um so when when you're at that level and you have that amount of wealth then the the house is going to come as a as a prerequisite you're going to have everything that you need in the property you're going to have all the holidays that you want but it's what you what else you can do with it so i think it's being giving back like that um Mm -hmm. i i I, i'm a country boy i grew up in the countryside i grew up on a farm Uh, my, my background is in horticulture so being around nature and plants and stuff is very like um, something I love being around. But I live in London now, um, so there's not a lot of greenery around here. <laughs> but I always make sure that I live close enough to parks or green spaces. So I live like five minute walk to Greenwich Park and Blackheath and stuff. So I've got it there. Yeah. But um, but yes, spending time in and resources in improving our planet again. Mm. Why do you live good. in London? Yeah. Because uh, it's the best city in the world. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So I, I always said that I would never live in London. Uh, I was, it's too big, it's too busy, etc. But I um, moved here about seven or eight years ago because of work, before I got right. into property. Right. I just ah. literally just before I got into property and um, um, becoming self-employed. And um, my partner still works in the corporate world. Ah. Oh, okay. And is quite happy doing so for now. um so and works and as a result works in central london so uh we're quite happy right now like i say we're in greenwich not in central london so it's okay it's cool yeah Yeah, no we're we're country people too we live in a small town and that suits us we don't like to live in the middle of nowhere yeah we like to be able to i like to be able to walk to tesco's and i like to go the children to school that's really great Mm. um but no the idea of living in a city just fills me with Yeah. <laughs> that's not a word I mean, we but both you know what I mean London, yeah, yeah. We, we've both done the London thing yeah. we, we didn't live there we commuted in yeah um that was part of the whole job thing um mm. but god no yeah the irony was we we moved to a commuter town within about about 40 minutes of London so we moved into a really expensive area sorry kind of like massive literally six months later George quit his job which of course <laughs> was lovely but then it was like well we, we didn't twig quite a long mm. time because we, you know, we were still living that kind of lifestyle. Mm. And then after a while, we were just like, why the hell why, are we, we living <laughs> in this really expensive town? I mean, we had children, mm. so it was tricky because we had to take them out of school and take, yeah. move to a different yeah. school. Had we not had kids, we probably would have moved a lot earlier mm. um, because it is traumatic. You know, they were like six and seven, I think, when we moved. Mm. So it was kind of friendship breaky. Oh. Um, but we thought, well, it, it's better to do it now than when they're like 12 and 13 and they're in secondary school, because well, that would be even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, now we've moved to a place that's very equivalent town-wise, but it's a lot cheaper and it's countryside and, and we don't go anywhere. We work from home, so it's amazing. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Mm. But so you should buy like a huge estate somewhere out yeah. in the countryside and then just make it rewild it. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that would be ideal. That would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Well, there you oh, go. I can just put... see you doing that, being like yeah. the Lord of your manor in your smoking jacket, but just <laughs> saving the planet at the same Lord time. Like, like yeah. <laughs> oh, def- I'm up for that. Oh, <laughs> oh I just have oh. to convince the wife. Yeah. <laughs> or 
Or, or the husband. Although he does get called that from time to time, let's face uh, it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. With Zoom these days, it's it's yeah. just not the same, is it? Yeah. You don't have to don't be to somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, so I think Very a lot true. of people are probably thinking along similar lines that you just, you know, I'm working from home anyway and I'm going yeah. to do this one day a week or, you yeah. know, it, it just becomes a lot better to think, okay, mm. well, where do I actually really want to be? And, 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 you know, and if you're single, why can't that be in Thailand or somewhere like that? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> why do you have to yeah. be single? <laughs> that's true yeah take your family with you homeschool what would you want to be doing in thailand george what? <laughs> <laughs> probably less said about that the better yeah. <laughs> i hear a Thai green curry is lovely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. i've actually what? got some friends who um went took their three kids to thailand for a month yeah. um on, on a, a full kind of month-long adventure and trek and the kids were three five and seven wow yeah. Nice. yeah i mean that that would be i mean that's that's kind of on our, our bucket list to do that kind of traveling but yeah. we obviously haven't been able to for a little while but yeah. uh, at some point we're just going to have to suck it up and yeah. uh <laughs> ch chuck everybody on a plane things they fight after about 15 minutes sitting next to each other in the car so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we, we're a bit concerned about doing that on the plane yeah we? like 15 this hours i'm telling you a private jet has got to be the ultimate dream for you guys because it's literally yes. like just like literally just <laughs> Like going crazy. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear you. <laughs> no judgment, no shame. Or you take the private jet, put them on economy class, yes! oh! and just meet them at the airport. I like it. I like it. Yes. Yes. See you there. See you there, kid. <laughs> you've, got, you've got babysitters oh. for 15 hours, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, like well, maybe two jets. You put them on one jet and we go. On the yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Oh, that's next level. Double jet in it. That's great. <laughs> Love it. How about you, Joe? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be honest. I find questions like this really hard to answer, like really hard to answer because it's like, where do you start? Because there are just mm. so many big things in the world that you could put incredible abundance towards to fix and help. And I think for me, when I sort of think more locally and more in my sort of micro economy, it always comes yeah. back to my parents. And it, even mm. though you don't need to have 10 million coming in a year to sort that, like the, the thing that is always the dream for me is just to give them whatever it is that they want. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, my mum's always had this dream of going to see the Grand Canyon. And in her head, it's just this thing that she's never, ever going to be able to do. She's too old now, you know, right. their money's all this. And it's just, yeah, I would just love, even I, although I say that, even if I paid for them to have a private jet and go there, I actually don't think she would because she's just got this thing in her head that it's just never going to happen. It's like right. there was something in the cowboy movies, but yeah. I would want to make that happen. Private jet there, mm -hmm. you know, five-star experience, whatever she wants to do and just kind yeah. of enjoy the colours at sunset, which is, you know, yeah. the cowboy movies, everything she's always dreamed about. And yeah. my mum's a Kiwi, so I would want her to have a space in New Zealand and a space here so she could just fly oh, nice. back and forth. Yeah be you know private jet again like just a lot of jet conversation happening. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i've had a good plan to more trees it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you're going to offset all of my air That's travel it. my carbon <laughs> with your green work so but i think from on a more personal mission based level my whole thing is about being free my biggest value is freedom right mm -hmm. um yeah. and that could be financial that could be personal it, mostly it's about just being okay with who you are the dark the light and the shade yeah. And I, I use the framework of a rainbow in my coaching and in my public speaking. And if I could get some form of, oh, curriculum feels a bit formal, but if I could go around the world and create some sort of program that was embedded into schools right across the world, wow, uh, particularly yeah. in countries where, you know, you can't uh, be who you are, yeah. um, that ultimately I'd love to be a, a really active voice in 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 that in that in that equality in that sounds um, good in that message but yeah. yeah I think we're a long way away from that um certainly with some of the countries that you know I would like to be able to have a positive impact on but mm. yeah the rainbow in my head holds very true so, oh keep, yeah. keep hold, I think, you know everyone should keep hold of their dreams and you know, just keep, put it on your dream board and eventually make it oh happen. it's there like literally it's, like, <laughs> it's there you can see the rainbow there it is there it is it's there like it's a, it's a big thing for me just being okay with who you are and um Definitely. yeah accepting your colors and then letting them shine it's huge oh, yeah. for me yeah and clearly lots of shoes 
obviously lots of shoes. Lots of shoes. Let me show you my slippers right now. They're actually oh. rainbow themed. Like they've got. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Very nice. Can I... I tell you, I spent stupid money on these slippers. Like, for, I know, um, listeners, this is not the best audio um, format for you because you can't visualize my fluffy rainbow slippers. But I was, I woke up in the middle of the night. It must have been like two o'clock in the morning, and I thought, you know what, I haven't got a decent pair of slippers. Fifty-five quid I spent on these slippers. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, wow. wow. Note to self: uh, Don't buy slippers in the middle of the night. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Right, look, you can walk outside with them because they have oh, a base that allows you to take the bins out. This is my whole philosophy. I was like, practical <laughs> and pretty. Yes. Yay. <laughs> I honestly You're... thought they were going to be um, unicorn slippers. Yeah, that was I what really I was picturing. I saw They're the colour and I thought, away. they're unicorns. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I tend to find the front bits are a bit flappy, though, going down the stairs. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I used to have some like that, but they're a bit dangerous. A bit dangerous, yeah, <laughs> reckless. But see, if you've got the grip, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, this is oh, yeah. what you're paying the extra money for, yeah. You're trying to justify them? <laughs> honestly i went a bit mad I, I, I just you know like what do i need you know something practical that i can take the bins out and have fluffiness around my feet i mean two o'clock in the morning you should never go shopping at two o'clock got your indoor outdoor slippers sorted absolutely the is, they can't they can't go you know, up the stairs because they've been outside so you need your indoor slippers only as well oh no 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 don't say that to me <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, your bin's oh. only like two feet from your front door, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. worry too much about it. <laughs> first world problem, right? Like seriously, like such a first world problem. Oh god, oh, maybe dear. that's what I would do if I had ten million a year. I would just constantly be buying shoes that were just relevant for every single section of my day, like, <laughs> and then like a, a massive house to store them all. Really. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Several houses, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that means it could be time for a bit of episode roulette. Moving oh. swiftly along from oh, slippers. Okay, we're poised. Right, we're ready. Let's do it. Right, let's delve in. Here we go. Okay, I'm just loading. Can we explain it up how it works, Joe? Yeah. So Russian. I just did a map. Matt always calls it Russian roulette. So <laughs> um, episode roulette is we search. We we. I'm trying to find it at the same time I'm talking. So for those first time listeners who are listening to Property Jam, we always ask our guests to play episode roulette which involves me scrolling through previous episodes them saying stop and me reading the title of the episode that we've stopped on and whatever that title is our guests have to speak about the human version of whatever that topic means to them okay okay so mm-hmm. i'm gonna do really that high tech oh it's yeah. very very <laughs> complicated it's very complicated indeed so yeah i'm gonna tell you when i'm gonna scroll which is now Okay, I am scrolling, scrolling. Oi, way, that was it. Okay, interesting. Oh, yeah, B, I would be interested to see what you say on this. So this is episode 15. Mm-hmm. Is your family invested? And what we meant by this was, are the people around you supportive of your choice to be in property? It's, it's a mixed bag, I'd you say. Yeah, my family. My, my parents are actually uh, property investors as well. They actually oh. start, yeah, they, um, when we first started doing the kind of, we want to be a property investor, start doing the rounds of, you know, you go to all the conferences and then try and sit in your hands and they sell you everything. When we first started doing that education and we bought one, my parents thought it was a good idea and they bought one too. Um, and so they've got a few. They've got less than us, but they, they're retired now and they're not expanding their portfolio at all. So they are kind of low risk property investors. They've just got like three buy to lets and it just gives them a decent income. So, yeah, they're invested. They think what we do is a little bit beyond what they're comfortable with, mm. which is fine because they're older and they haven't got the risk to take. So, yes, they are. Um, our kids think... It's lovely to have houses, but they think that we work on our training business quite a lot, don't we? And they, uh, yeah, they, yeah. They, they like the idea of having houses. My son, in fact, is saving for a house at the yes. moment. He's 10. He's 10. Um, mm. And he's got... You haven't done an option with him, have you? No, <laughs> not yet. He, I don't want him moving out at 10. It's too young. <laughs> but he, he's actually saving his pocket money for his first house now. Yeah, so he's, that's he's really quite good. clear on that. And he's written on the wall how much money he's got. And, and he draws yeah. houses all the time as well, actually. Yeah. So he's really, he draws floor plans and houses and builds towns constantly. So <laughs> he's actually quite into and he, property. And he does, he does the floor plans, you know, he'll, he'll like, you know, he knows, some, he knows a lot of the symbols. So he does like the door symbols and all these kind of things. Yeah. That. Yeah, so he's he's really good on room room layouts and yeah, and then and then he, you know so he does houses and he normally does like terraced houses or semi detached houses and so he knows all the you know all the, all the lingo yeah. and, or then he designs a whole town 
Yes. And he has some interesting things like there's a there's a scrapyard there so that you can build a car from junk. Yes. Um, that's his other interest. <laughs> that's his other interest. He really wants to go to a scrapyard. Yeah. <laughs> like, not not today, sir. Yeah. Um, there's no scrapyard challenge. No. <laughs> whereas my daughter is just into Roblox. She thinks. Yeah. Yeah. She's not interested in it at all. But no. No. We'll, we'll get there no. when she's a bit older. We we try to encourage them, you know, to read our books, so read our property book, read our wealth book. But they're just like, no, no. So yeah. at some point, I think we're actually going to have to pay them to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's the way we test. We're have to test. We have to test yeah, too. we test at the end. Um, but other other family, I think they, yeah, they're, they're more kind of old school thinking. I think mm. you know because we've done so much development over the last few years, and we've you know we, we're not the same people as we were. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people we've you know you talk to and they just don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Which is coming back to that thing you know about you know your circle of friends you know the um you know it's it's had to change to get different conversations um, because you don't talk about the same kind of things, do you? You know, you're talking about, you know, tax and investing and all this kind of And your old friends aren't interested in any of that and they don't understand, you know, and if you tell them, oh yeah, I'm a millionaire, I don't need, you know, multi-millionaire, I don't even need to work anymore. They're like, I don't get it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. or they resist <laughs> it or redent it or... Yeah. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag and, mm. and your mum yeah, so doesn't want to know. So on my side, my mum... <laughs> My mum, you know, my, my dad's passed away, unfortunately. Um, but my my mum's basically she doesn't understand it. She knows that we do it. She supports us, but she doesn't understand it. So it's just yeah, yeah, just go and do your thing, and that's it. Yeah. So we don't <laughs> tell her all the finer details of everything. No, because no, she doesn't. She doesn't want to hear about it. It's too complicated. She doesn't it's understand too it. risky. Yeah, don't want to. Because she, yeah, she's very old school thinking. You yeah. know, they bought their council house. You know, it's that yeah. kind yeah. of level. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah. that's it. That's it. That's as far as you go. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. but yeah, you, you just have to tailor how you talk to people. And obviously, mm. you know, not everyone's going to support you, but we tend mm. to not have many of those people in our life anymore because we no. don't. Go yeah, that I mean, way. most, you know, we, we basically replaced almost our entire friend network quite Sounds really mean. early on. But it's, <laughs> it's because, you know, it's this five friends rule, you know, who are the five people you spend the most time with? Yeah. And, they're the, and, they're, and, they're, and basically, that, you know, if they're, say, slightly ahead of you, then they bring you up with them. You know, yeah. you have a whole new level of conversation. Mm. Um, and if you say, you know, if you were new and being, you know, and, and came into a group of millionaires and you didn't have any money, you know, and you said to them, I want to become a millionaire, they'd go, yeah, okay, so what's your plan? You know, mm. it's, whereas if you told one of your friends that you didn't have any money, they'd be like, oh, don't be stupid, you know. Yeah. So it's a very different conversation, much more supportive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, our, our, our network is quite strong and they're all, mm. you know, People who are our level or above, yeah, on purpose, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, no, I I definitely understand that, yeah, cool, right, should we do another one? Okay, Okay. you can scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, okay, near the end. It's not episode 11 licensing, you'd be pleased to know. Uh-huh. Uh, it's episode two, tenant stories. Okay. Ah. Have you got any funny or human or like cool tenant stories uh, that you can? I guess not so much. Mm. I mean, that's oh, a bit of a rubbish answer. Purely because we, I mean, when we were doing it very early on, the, the ones that yeah, we, we had an agent involved quite early on. Mm. I, I did some uh, quite a long time ago because I was a letting an estate agent for a bit. Well, yeah. yeah, I did about three and a half years in estate agents and lessons. So mm. I had, you know, tenants then. So I did a little bit of letting because we bought a flat in our village. So it was a stupid idea because it was a really expensive village um, mm. and we didn't know about ROI and all that lot then. Yeah. So um, we made tons of mistakes. So yeah, we made loads of mistakes. So it's a lovely, <laughs> we still have it, but it, it wasn't a particularly sensible. So I actually let those places a couple of times mm. and um yeah it was you know really nice we we had a, a lady who was she was on benefits at yeah, the time yeah. it wasn't universal credit it was benefit mm. benefits mm. and she had she'd moved out from her husband mm. and she so she was kind of starting afresh with her daughter and um yeah she was there for a few years and we allowed her to do a tenant bond from the council instead of a tenant deposit because mm-hmm. in her situation i think she'd walked away with like nothing kind of clothes that kind of level with her child which is obviously awful but it's not yeah. that uncommon yeah. um and she had like no money at all but she had a job so that was great so she was being supported by the council but 
a lot of people would then just turn her down because she had no kind of tenant bond, tenant deposit. Bond, deposit at all. Mm. Um, but because the council were willing to give a bond, we did take her in mm. and she was there for quite a few years actually. Yeah. So, and she was really grateful um, because- And she was a really good tenant. She was a really good mm. tenant. She looked after the place, she was lovely. Mm. And she had a daughter living with her. So we, you know, we gave her a chance and she, you know, she didn't mess around with the property. Mm. Um, so my mum's got a more interesting tenant story. Um, one oh of, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She well, she because she she's had a few, and she tends to self manage actually because she mm. she doesn't understand the outsourcing thing. Uh, <laughs> it's like okay, mum, fine, whatever. Join the NRLA, get your paperwork in order so you don't mess it up. And um, so she had a tenant who's moved into one of her flats, and um, he had a criminal record, and she didn't work, and he was working, and I think. Yeah, I don't think they, I think they were working. So they were working tenants. And I think that they, they'd had no luck getting anybody renting them a place because of his criminal record. Mm. And um, she took a chance on them again. You know, she'd met them. So it wasn't like just some random person. You know, yeah. she, you know she'd met the tenant, interviewed them, because obviously, you know, there's obviously a risk with yeah. letting more place to somebody. And um, she'd had a good feeling about him. And she let him move in with her daughter and little teeny weeny child at the time and they're still there and they're, again really grateful so you know you can set the really high bar for tenants you know and if, particularly if you're using a letting agent they'll quite often say you know you've got to get a tenant who's working and then make sure they've got their multiples of their income and they've got a deposit and they've got no criminal record and mm. blah 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 and obviously that kind of tenant's great but you don't know what they're going to be like no. some of these people will screw you <laughs> um or they'll lose their job and they'll just stop paying their rent because they just don't care whereas if if you sometimes take a chance on a tenant who doesn't tick all the boxes I mean I wouldn't do it without meeting them because yeah, you know, the you've got to get your gut yeah. feel haven't you mm. but sometimes if you take a chance on a tenant who doesn't tick all the boxes perfectly you can get a really good tenant because they're grateful and again they don't move yeah yeah uh, and one other last thing we say is um we we accept pets in our properties it depends oh. on what kind of property you've got yes yes take pets. That. yes take yeah. pets they're family members exactly yes. so a because not many people do and you know the, the tenant will be grateful yeah and they will look after your house i mean we've had some bad experiences we had yeah. one that had an alsatian that weed everywhere and we had that's to what do. deposits are for yeah well yeah. i mean this was exactly the, the, we had to use the deposit completely to sort it all out there you go but in all the rest of the time we've been property investing we haven't really had significantly more damage no just that um, one time that mm. one time mm. um and the tenants will stay because yeah. they can't easily move yeah because oh, yes. i remember one of our friends um went moved to bristol and um she was looking for somewhere with, she, for she her, has a big dog. big dog yeah and she said there was no choice. It took her ages to actually find one house, even yes. one house. That she yeah. Could. yeah, yeah. My personal, my personal trainer's just had exactly the same problem. He was messaging me on Instagram, and he was just like, "Seriously, I'm trying mm. to move." And yeah. he, had, he ended up having to move from southwest London to southeast London because he couldn't get anywhere locally because no landlords were accepting pets. I'm just I like, know. come yeah. on, people! It's a real yeah. shift that needs to happen. Exactly. Definitely. I mean, we um because we're renting at the moment and when we moved there, there was very little choice this is some uh, something that people might want to do if they've yeah. got a pet and they're wanting you to negotiate rent. do you negotiate <laughs> so when we were looking to move there were two houses that were big enough for us yeah. you know we, we don't live in a mansion it's like a four-bedroom house yeah. uh, there were two that would it's suit a nice it's a nice four-bedroom house <laughs> um and we have a cat and that's non-negotiable for me i yeah. have a pet i will always have a cat mm. until i die Good girl. um and this one it said in the thing no pets specifically yeah so I called them up and I said look I have a cat it's not negotiable I would like to rent your house I'm going to be there for two or three years you know we can pay the rent not a problem but I have a cat and so what I actually ended up doing was negotiating the rent up good girl yeah um because it was on at a level that was reasonable we could afford it was we only 50 quid extra a month so it wasn't like silly money up but yeah. it's like if I pay extra yeah. and install a cat flap on my dime yeah. And then replace the door afterwards. afterwards yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, you know, she's making an extra X per year. And that's ongoing, obviously. Yeah. So it's not just the first year. Yeah. Because the problem with the tenant deposit scheme, obviously, is now you can't take that much money as a yeah. deposit. Mm. So yeah. people are scared to take pets in case they trash it. But if you yeah. negotiate the rent up slightly, yeah. they're covered. And that way, if you are struggling to find somewhere, just do that instead. Yeah, and totally. Not everybody will say yes. Yeah. But quite a few landlords will then go all right go on then I'll take the chance mm. um and then you can have a pet 
Mm. And take the take the animal along to the viewing as well, so they fall in love with it. Feel yeah. Just like, <laughs> saying that, our landlord does really like our cat. There you go. See, if they meet the animal and they see they're really well behaved, you take it along to the viewing. That's another thing well, I tell people to do. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't work with the cat quite as well. If you've got no, a dog, it's a bit screaming in the basket. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, do I really want that cat in my house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as, as a landlord, if you were doing that, yeah. meeting the pair, I think is a sensible step. Probably not the first viewing. So, okay. <laughs> On Maybe paper, not. it yeah. sounds okay. Yeah. Please, can I meet your pet? Yeah. Um, particularly if it's a dog. Yeah. So, you know, obviously a cat is a cat generally. Yeah. But a dog, you will probably want to see. Because it might just be a tiny weenie dash trend. And what damage are they likely to do? Whereas if you've got an Alsatian... Or a Doberman or a Rottweiler or something. That, one of those, one of those big, one of those big. Well, those huge ones, the size of a horse. Those ones. Great Danes or something. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're you, massive. You had a yeah. big dog, didn't you, Matt? You had a big dog in one of your properties that had its own Instagram account and everything, didn't you? Oh it? man! Yeah. Yeah. It's still there. Been there. Still there. Three, three and a half years now. Still there. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't. They just don't move because they can't. No, that's right. So yeah. I'd say that, you know, there's been a lot of negative stuff about having pets and the government is trying to encourage people to take pets. Yes. Well, it's just been but a change, it's still op- it? yeah, yeah, it's still optional yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And I think people are missing a trek. So do I. I think I really do. I think we need to have more conversations about this. I think it's a really yeah. big issue in the in the rental yeah. world. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, particularly if you've been stuck on your own for God knows how long, having a, an animal... Oh, it's helped me terrific i mean you know we we have a family and we've been seeing people but just having a pet has really helped my mental health yeah. so yes yeah. there you go yeah. up mental health up dogs and cats in houses 100 percent, 100 percent. well um i'm afraid we've come to the end of our time together oh, oh that's a bit sad <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we could chat for hours yeah oh. We just turn, turn the recording off and we'll just keep going. <laughs> just keep going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, for, for our listeners at home, uh, now is the end. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, George and Sarah Troy, for being with us today. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from, from us. us. Yay! <laughs>and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you on, on the next, next episode, episode.